Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all a brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead. Welcome to episode 132 of Beer and Podcast. This afternoon, you're in glorious Montreal. What a great day. On National Beer Day. Isn't that convenient today? Is it? Yeah, National Beer Day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They didn't even know. Yeah, social media is a bit weird. With Olivier, uh, co-founder, co-owner of Experience Beer here. My man, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for Appreciate inviting me. Um, you guys might recognize it. If you're watching anyway, you might recognize the space from, a f- oh, I don't know when it was. It was, it was snowing that day. It was cold. Probably a few it was months really ago. Cold. It was like yeah, January. Two months ago, yeah, yeah. maybe. January, February, we were here with Fabrice from La Pas du Grand. Um, Olivier was kind enough to let us use the spot, so now we are here to talk about the the, the depth in detail. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. We never, I don't think we've really done this before. We did one in Vermont, but we haven't really like spoken to somebody in this angle of the business. It's a completely different approach. It's cool. Yeah, and it's different than the United States because of the different laws. Yeah, right? Yeah. Which would be good because there's so many like different laws that we've talked about on the podcast before and I don't know the answers to a lot of them so you might be able to explain Probably. why there's only why the, the, the laws restrict beers from out of province and out of country and all that stuff so we could probably uh, get into that yeah um, so we've got a, a few beers we're going to crush today uh, which one we're going to start with this bad boy the Vruden yeah uh, the uh, Keller beer from Vruden it's currently my favorite beer nice I uh I just I just love uh, lagers these days, yeah. and this one is uh, is pretty well done. Uh, at first, it was a collaboration with Hildegard. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's just a killer beer, just a non-filtered lager. Just awesome, really well done. It just tastes the malt is really good malt, and I'll go get one uh, cover. Perfect. So Vruden, uh, if you guys saw our vlog when we did Canton de Lest. We went to go, we had, it's an area called Grandy, sort of on the way back from Sherbrooke area um, towards Montreal. And we went to the La, uh, Absinthe 3, which was sick. You can come through. <laughs> Logistics, guys. Um, we went to the Absinthe 3 and literally just down the street was Vrudum. But we were there on a Wednesday and Vrudum was closed. So I was saying I uh, had a chance to go there, but it was closed the day we went. I was devastated because oh. it was we did a tourism thing with the uh, Canton de l'Est yes tourism office and they sent us to Sherbrooke and McGug and coming back we had to go to a place in Granby thank you and uh, I was it was literally on like just on the same street as Bruden I was like oh shit this is sick and then they were closed and I know they make some fantastic like German star beers or whatever yeah and, um, I was yeah. actually really excited to try it to, to check it out because I had some of their stuff while we were out there I was like man what a the, shame. This is good though. The brewer is really good. Yeah. He's a, uh, he's a, um, he was an engineer. He's still an engineer, but he, now he's brewing beer. Right. And uh, the engineers are uh, really good brewers. Yeah. They like, can do, be like a uh, biochemist or chemical engineer? Uh, or like uh, an actual structural engineer? No, I think he was working hmm. in uh, in food or I'm not sure, but engineers in general is just, they're precise when they brew beers, and they're, they're usually really good brewers. Yeah. Really better than me. <laughs> well, cheers. Get it. Cheers, brother. 
solid. I see why you like that. Drink that every day. I it's, do um, drink that every day. Multi <laughs> <laughs> mm, bitter. Um, just nice and balanced. I, what makes it a Kellerbeer versus a lager or whatever? Um, well, lager is I mean, the big category. Kellerbeer, yeah. uh, if I'm not wrong, is just a non-filtered lager. Yeah. Uh, it's not really... Uh, you don't really feel the hops. I don't. Oh, grab that and, uh, show. Yeah, it's definitely not super hoppy. Uh, and uh, you, you can you can taste the uh, you can taste the really good quality malt uh, yeah, behind it. It's just a little round. It's crisp. It's so easy to drink. Yeah, it's just, I, I can't get enough. <laughs> I love it, man. I love that the, the lagers and sort of um, pills and stuff like that are really starting to get bigger here. I feel like Quebec is a little slow. I mean, you probably have to speak to that. Yeah. As- well. It's it's kind of a logic because lagers came um, late in the big history of beers. You know the L's actually it was uh, the yeast uh, just um, mutated. Yeah. Uh, when the uh, the monks uh, put the beers in the caves, and uh, yeah, it came late in the big history of beer. So I, it's kind of logic that. It's it's trending now after 15 years of craft beer uh, enthusiasts yeah. in Quebec, <laughs> which is I, th- I just found it interesting. We will get into that because I want to know about like the taste of what people are into here and stuff. Because you were probably the perfect person to speak to that. We'll get to that. But um, I just one thing I did notice was that it was a little slower. But I'm really starting to see now instead of a Blondale, the brewers are actually doing a pills or doing a, a lager or something like that oh yeah more well more popular yeah there's the uh there's always a question of uh brewing a lager is uh taking so much more time than a blonde ale uh so uh sometimes breweries can release four different beers yeah. while they do one lager yeah. so there's the money thing fair that's um, but uh, I don't know. I guess uh, they have more space. Um, they have interest in it. Um, it's a brewer's beer. And uh, a lot of people like Wooden are doing really good lagers. Yeah, they're really killing it. The German stuff. Yeah. And uh, I guess there's also the response from the public. I remember uh, looking for good Quebec Pilsners back in like 2006. And there's none back then. So, yeah. yeah. I ended up at the SEQ trying to find something fancy. <laughs> We're trying to find a good Pilsner, like not something industrial. Right. And um, yeah, it was really hard. And I asked a guy uh, I knew uh, who had like one of the first uh, uh, bottle shop in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I don't know why uh, they're not doing Pilsners. And uh, yeah, finally, like uh, 13 years after <laughs> after that. <laughs> they finally pop it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So let's get into your beer story now. So how did you get into beer, man? Oh, um, I always loved beer. Like I said, I was looking for uh, different stuff in two, back in 2006. Right, uh, so I was really into lo- the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an old beer <laughs> beer geek. Um, yeah, I, I always loved beer, and I started to work in uh, in bottle shops back in 2012. Okay, and and then I came uh, became like manager in another one, and and then I I, I got the opportunity to open a store and. You yeah, because yeah. yeah. So I did it like step by step. Right. So you were always wanting to kind of stay in this world. You weren't interested in working for or opening a brewery or anything like that. No, I, I started to brew at home for fun, and I was not good. 
it's not it's not easy and i'm it's it's funny to say but I, i'm better with drinking them i yeah. mean describing them right and i always worked in sales uh i almost have like 20 years experience in sales so i wanted to be with with the public yeah, yeah. with uh like uh, telling them what they should drink and stuff that like that stuff. Perfect. So then this place has been open almost uh, two years, I believe. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. And sort of what was the, like, we're in the, uh, I guess this is considered the village area still? Yeah, well, it's, yeah. It, like it ends at this end? corner. Oh, it does. Okay, so you're just yeah. north of it. What's the area called? Uh, Centre Sud. Oh, Centre Sud. Okay. So, uh, we're, we're actually, like, the uh, the Plateau Montréal is, like, two corners away. The, the, um, the Parc La Fontaine. Uh, downtown yeah. is right there. Quartier Latin downtown is right yeah, there. Uh, the old port, old Montreal, is the south, right this way. So we're kind of in the middle of a lot of stuff, right. a lot of neighborhoods. Is that why did you choose this area? Yes, that's why because it was in the middle. Yeah, and they're probably it's underserved. Uh, yeah, people. that's the that's the main reason actually. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we just realized it was a really good spot. Yeah, uh, because of all this. Yeah, it's perfect for that, right? I, I love it that there's uh, it's almost you can't go anywhere now and not find good beer. Like, yeah, it's, it's well, everywhere. there's, there's still the some, uh, like, downtown is way too more expensive. That's true, actually. There's no brewery out there. I know uh, a friend of mine opened a craft beer by there. It only lasted, like, six months. Oh, yeah? In um, uh, Crescent area. Well, there's the uh, Brutopia on Crescent. Yes, that's true. Uh, which is... But they just got good now. Yeah. I, I, I went there uh, was it you? this winter. Uh, I, I grabbed a, a beer over there, and it was actually good. And um, it used to not be good, no, no shade, but it was yeah. terrible. Yeah, and um, there's at least, well, downtown, there's a Trois Brasseurs. It's, it's yeah. a French brewery, but it's still uh, like, decent. Yeah, it's not so bad. Um, but I guess, yeah, it's, it's getting better, I guess. There's other places, you go to the States, you're going to find good beer everywhere you go, in gas stations, in, yeah. in beer stores, you go to a, just a, a shitty restaurant you're going to find good beer on, on the list almost all the time. That's what I like in yeah. the United States. They, I guess they don't have the... Um, the restrictions we have here? Well, you know here, the big breweries, they, uh, they sign exclusivity uh, contracts. Is it and everywhere you go in the States, any restaurant, yes, you have craft beer. Oh yeah, we have this local craft beer. They have all the commercial stuff, but they have one line with like uh, local craft beer. And it's, it's always like, decent to good to very good uh, so that's what I like over there uh, it's just uh, but uh, maybe the bottle shop are not as diversified it depends where it depends uh, where and, and where you're going uh, what store and what states what town you're in yeah that's but, um, maybe we're yeah. spoiled in Vermont because everywhere is good you go to a gas station just a real tiny little gas station and they'll have fire beer oh yeah like it's crazy <laughs> to me it makes no sense so it is, it's good to see that it's getting better here. So as far as like, did you have anything in mind when you opened it up? I know we were talking just as we got here about, you know, really focusing on independent beer, like Quebecois prim primarily independent um, We didn't uh, really think that way when we opened the store. Uh, it's really when Trudeziab got sold to Molson. Um, we, uh, I I, uh, I took uh, two weeks to uh, to think about it. yeah yeah and after two weeks uh, we just uh, we sold them at twenty five percent discount and, and we got uh, the uh, Archibald out too yeah. and it's just like 
it was kind of devastating devastating for me yeah. um, I, I felt like uh, something had died that serious eh? yeah it's just uh, it, it, it was they, they they put so much effort in the community and then sold it to like the enemy I could say uh, and uh, yeah and then we we took uh, now we're just uh, selling like independent craft breweries uh, the more local possible the, uh, the small uh, company like uh, people like uh, me and my partner was just trying to live live off of a, a passion yep I like that and that's sort of, so it's kind of like a like a personal thing as well being that you're not supporting the big brewers you really it's important to you and to sort of your business principles to be supporting the independent breweries and not yeah. giving any money or any shine or shelf space to the big guys. Yeah, well, yeah, buying is voting. So, uh, great episode, dude. It's a good one. So, uh, I can choose what we sell in the store. Yep. So, why not? Why not doing it the right way? Yeah, well said. And I, I mean, looking around here, You've got a lot of local products from like the the, the food, like the soda. I see those around here, yeah. like the kombucha, like the the meat here as well. Like I assume that that sort of ethos with independence and local carries through to the rest of your products. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, there's there's a few products that are not. Um, like we used to have like the chips from the United States, but the, they're good and people ask for uh, for chips and totally. yeah, little some little stuff. But most of them are uh, independent and small. That's cool. It's cool that you're able to curate that because it all the people who want artisanal beer are going to want good meat or like yeah, you know, that's like the meat kind of has to be local. But you know, those other things they all go hand in hand. It's very cool. Yeah, and people ask where it's from. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's most of the time is the first question. Really, like and, oh, no way. Yeah, and it, I, I like when I talk about chocolate or meat or beer. Uh, I like to uh, to know the first name of the person who does it. Right. Well, like Kevin is doing that, and <laughs> like I, I like it. I like it. It's uh, yeah, it's it, that personal. It gives, yeah, exactly. Makes you feel closer to it. Yeah, which I guess that happens a lot with the breweries. Like. That's a good point because you would know them all. Last time we were here, you knew everybody. You were giving me some tips on who I should reach out to. Yeah, you put me in touch with Jerome. Thank you again for that from uh, yeah. Chevelle Blanc. That was a fun episode. He's a, he's I, a good guy. Didn't watch it yet, but uh, yeah, he's yeah. a fun guy. <laughs> yeah, he's super fun. But like, yeah, I guess you've got that nice relationship with, like, you would know then the first name of either the owners or the brewers. Is that right for most of the places? Most of the places, yeah. The brewers, the owners. Uh, yeah. They is there like what like. How do you meet those people? Because they're not clearly selling you the beer all the time. Sometimes, uh, sometimes, sometimes I just know them because I'm into beer uh, for a long time now. Yeah. Um, sometimes I, uh, yeah, I go visit places. Not enough, but I do. It's hard, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, along the way, uh, in the last 10, 15 years, I met a lot of people. So. Yeah, I guess if you're working in the depth as well from 2012 you're working in stores yeah so like you just yeah it's been in that world almost seven years now that's pretty sick so then being that you are like you said introducing beers suggesting beers to people who come in can you speak to the types of beers that people in Montreal are drinking or people who come through like what do people ask for do they like what's what's the palate looking like 
It's uh, no surprises. Uh, New England IPAs are really trendy. Uh, I, like, I know you like them. Oh yes. Uh, sours, fruity sours, hoppy sours, um, lagers starting starting to come up. Starting nice. to come up. Yeah. Happy, yeah. Um, fruity ghosts. Nice. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's I mean, a bit. Of, it's a bit mixed. I mean, but, like, are people looking for like the barrel aged stouts and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, but not that often. No. No. Interesting. I always um, thought that was really popular here. Well, beer geeks. Beer geeks love it. Uh, yeah, and they, they don't even ask questions. They know what they're in the back. <laughs> they go in the back. They grab them. So we don't really yeah. realize. Uh, yeah, people want them. Yeah. 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 Uh, the sales are good. So. Uh, so like. Yeah, and I think they're gonna be more trendy. Stouts, uh, barrel outs, barrel age uh, stouts. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it's really big in the United States. Usually, yeah, once um, something is big in the United States, it comes here, and um, yeah. and also uh, it's good. It's good stuff. So yeah. I'm pretty sure it's, it's gonna be bigger. So the people who are asking for certain beers are maybe not the big ones. Then the ones who are coming in, be like, hey, do you have like what should I get type of thing? Are they like just Average, when I say average drinkers, they're not really super invested in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tourists uh, and um, and people are like not casual drinkers. Casual drinkers, yeah. uh, they ask. They also ask because that's the the point of the store here. We right. give uh, we give uh, advice. Uh, we know the stuff, and and yeah, and some people just pick up whatever they want. It's like an adventure for them. Yeah. Uh, so do people come in asking for like, hey, I drink Bud, where's the Bud? Or where's Canadian? Oh, well, not really. Not, not really. Uh, place, not really. It's just uh, I, I, I tell them to go at the convenience store at the corner. Jeez. Right. Would you say, hey, well, I have this Keller beer from local uh, or is it not really? Not really, because I learned with the time that, um, first of all, it's not the same price. No, it's not. <laughs> it's really not the same price. No. And also, people that like commercial beers, I think there's just nothing to do. It's just they like commercial beers. I tried in the past with friends, uh, family, and people that like commercial beers. Just, I'm not going to convince them. Right. So you've kind of given up that? Oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Because I sort of try still, I guess. But it's like... I guess it's kind of more leading by example than by like try or just like if I'm here like oh try this man like I mean I don't really hang out with many people who don't like beer these days anyway but like do you do, you do that like if you're just hanging out with a bunch of oh, people yeah. and they see what you're drinking like and they might do you like bring it up or something? oh yeah 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 I, I take small glasses I'm like taste that yeah, I, I want you to, yeah taste that I'm not, I don't want to convince you I just no, want you to taste it. that so you know and yeah and um, little bit by little bit slowly <laughs> uh, sometimes it works but. I, I never seen anybody uh, who likes like commercial beers uh, taste uh, like a craft beer and say, "Wow, I'm just gonna change all my habits." It's just <laughs> I never it's, seen that. Doesn't work like that. No. <laughs> That's probably a good point. I'm even thinking of my friends as well. And usually, it's like over a couple of years, they'll see you doing. Oh, maybe I'll give them a shit. Or I'll be like, no, "Try this, man." I'll be like, "Come on, stop that!" Like, like people get. I don't know why. I think it's funny, like just to give them shit about it. Some people get upset. Some people like uh, are cool about it and. All right, let me try it. Like even with my own brother, who now is like our audio engineer with the podcast, and he's working for breweries in Toronto now. He used to just be drinking Ricketts, where me and my friend Scott, who's my co-host, were drinking 
craft of getting into it. He didn't want to buy it, but we were trying. He's like, oh, I don't know, man. Like, and now he's like, he's convinced all of his friends. It's, it's, oh, inter- yeah. it's, it's interesting to watch the. And he's like, in a good place. He's in Toronto? Yeah, he's in Toronto. Yeah, yeah there's a, there's a it's lot fire. of Toronto's killing it out there. So, the thing about Quebec, I brought this up a million times. I don't know if I told you, but you said that one of the, fir- the first thing you said was people in Quebec are interested in uh, New England IPAs, right? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So, one, aside from our next beer, Bar Canada here, like, there's no brewery in Montreal. Tell me if I'm wrong, because you would know very much better than me. Um, these guys sell out. We talked about this last time. These guys sell out in what? Two, three hours? Um, it, used to be, uh, it used to be three, four hours. Now it's uh, it's less than three hours. So it's, it, Yeah, the hype is increasing. Okay. So, as a business person, as someone I'm thinking like a business person, that a lot of people in Quebec, my friends here, my beer nerd friends, are all like, think this think not about Canada they know it's good but they think New England's overrated and everyone needs to relax yeah but if these guys in Gatineau have to drive two hours to come to Montreal every other week and drop off beer and then it sells out in two or three hours why do you think that no brewery in Montreal has because you can't go anywhere in Montreal go out and get a beer like that. You can't get that on tap and vice versa or Ildegard or anything. Uh, I've never seen it. I, I, I've drank some in vice versa. Really? Uh, yeah, but Maybe it was before like the hype was that high. Before the hype. So I go to vice versa, great place, love it. Never New England's on tap ever there. Like, oh, yeah. very, very rarely. I go there you know, once every other month, once every month maybe. Um, Point, my point is that like you should have a whole so there should be at least a brewery who's making beers this good in Montreal like and there isn't is, like do you, is there well, anything you could think of for that I yeah that's a it. good question they're really good they, like, they're exceptional yeah, yeah they're they're really good um, New England IPAs you, you you said you said friends of yours say New England IPAs are overrated yeah uh, it depends which ones right because uh, I guess they're they're half right uh, but the Hypa from uh, Bar Canada is really good. I don't think it's overrated. No, I don't think so either. That's it's, why it sells uh, out consistently yeah. after all this time. Yeah, they, they, they have everything. Yeah. They have the balance, uh, they have the texture, uh, they, uh, they're, um, they really nailed it. Mm. So, uh, but, but there's great. others, uh, uh, and also there's others are um, um, under uh, underestimate. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, tell me, tell me about it. Well, I'd say uh, I think I think Mabrasserie are brewing are really good with hops. Yeah, with lagers too. Nice. So, but uh, when they release uh, an IPA, it's, it's not that crazy. Okay. It should be more. Dunham, Dunham, it's not in Montreal. The, no, the new so Cyclops uh, is changing yeah. every time. Oh, the Cyclops is sick. It's That's sick. a good point. Yeah, really it's good. really good. Them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, I think there should be more. Uh, uh, more action around it. Yeah, I'm uh, just surprised that no one's done it. It seems like a business opportunity, a huge missed opportunity. Because if people have to wait every two weeks to get that, why can't I come in every day and get a beer almost as good as that anytime? Well, there is. It's just that not as high. It's it's exactly. It's just uh, people uh, kind of want things they they can't get. <laughs> <laughs> that is really true. That is really really true. What what beer is as good as this though? So, like I'm not. Yeah, like, like I said, like the Cyclops uh, is as good as this. You think? It depends which, which, uh, which brew variant, because they change the hops change every time. time. But most of the time, yes. Okay. Um, 
Uh, I like I like Labras. I know you you went. Uh, oh yeah, Labras. That's yeah. a great. I like yeah. yeah, really Wicked Oasis is a fantastic uh, one, and the Brute is great too. The Brute, the Etu Brute. Oh yeah, I saw oh, that yeah. in the fridge. Oh, all the reviews. I, I love the cucumber uh, says Yeah, that's great. Just yeah, try. it's underestimated. Uh, that's a good point. It's it's really good. So uh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's a few like this. Okay, I always forget about like I should remember. We've had it many times. That's a great beer. I, I guess there's still, but there, there's still my, my kind of thinking where this was more like there's not in Montreal, like here, there, outside. Yeah, Montreal, in Montreal, uh, Cheval Blanc, they're not released. They're, they're, it's only on tap, but they're, they're really good. Yeah, oh, I had their brute. The brute was fantastic. Yeah. The brute, but they uh, have the New, New England stuff also. Yeah. That they, uh, yeah, they, they have the Coco, uh, double Coco, uh, Coco Banana. Okay. Which is really good. It's not really in New England, but it's really like good. Like it's uh, Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's Montreal. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think of any. Memorasse uh, oh, hey, is good. Okay, I'm actually interviewing them on Friday. So I'm, and uh, and now um, Renault and uh, Sean from uh, Jukebox yes. and Amagam, they're gonna open one of the one of the sickest uh, tap room in town. Yeah, really soon. And, and they, uh, they're gonna brew in New England. Are they? Oh yeah, and they, they already have the first uh, bottled milkshake in Mont- in, in Quebec. That's true, New Wave. It was the, the new first milkshake that was IPA the first one? in Quebec. Yeah, and you released respect. the first uh, real uh, American pale ale in, in Quebec, also in bottle. In distortion. Uh, back in 2012. Yeah, that was a great beer too. And uh, and now they they're gonna brew a New England with their uh, really nice uh, tap room. I went there uh, this week. Yeah. Uh, and uh, is it, it pretty much finished? No, not at all. But <laughs> but I. Uh, I trust them. They're they're gonna do a they're not messing around. quick job. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's gonna be awesome. So they have to be. Uh, uh, we have to wait to see. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna do good stuff. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna be comparable. Shit, really? That's a big call. Well, it's my call. All right, <laughs> you had it here first. You know what? You got to make bold proclamations sometimes. Speaking of that, so this is uh, Grassroots Dubai Canada's Hyper Five. Yeah, um, they're yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, I don't even remember the hops. I think it's like oh, it's probably it's like yeah. I'm, I don't even remember. They, Look at um, that texture. Look at it, glorious. Look at that head down there. And uh, and they're pretty cool guys. Yeah, they're good blokes. We got an auto in a couple of weeks, and I was trying to interview them, but it's uh, the time where there is the uh, same the delivery canning week, so they they can't do it. But my friend said they can on a Tuesday. And we get there on a Tuesday, and he said, "Go there on the Tuesday because if you wait till Thursday, they'll be sold out of cans." Yes, they even can on the Tuesday. Brewery, they can't even keep them. Yeah, they they can on Tuesday, and we get them on Wednesday. Oh, you on Wednesday? Okay, so every second Wednesday you get. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that was can on last Tuesday. Oof. Cheers, brother. Cheers. I like the I like our oh, glasses because oh yeah the, the foam is uh, like right at the thing yeah yeah look at that. Yeah. I use the New England one you gave me all the time. It's sick. The, the glass with this right on. Yeah, I love that glass. My favorite glass right now. Isn't it dope? I just, it's an underrated glass. <laughs> Thanks. Underrated. Um, what was I going to talk about? Okay, so it was the palette thing. Something else I wanted to touch on as well was, and I don't know, you would be able to speak to the legal side of it. Yep. So in Quebec, as opposed to say the LCBO or Toronto, there's a whole bunch of there's very different rules here. Just like with anywhere, every state has different rules in America too. In Australia, the same thing. But in Quebec, if you come into a Dapineur here, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but there's pretty much no beers from outside of Quebec with the exception of maybe some of the German stuff, like I'm seeing there. Even though that's there's a non-alcoholic. Non-alcoholic. And sometimes there's, um, 
No, really, actually. Did you have like, I don't know, like the Kronbacher or... Uh, Kronbacher is non-alcoholic. Um, actually, uh, SCQ has the uh, monopoly of selling uh, exportation. Ah, that's right. Uh, okay. Or, yeah, or importations. Okay. And, or uh, big breweries like La Batomosa. Right, so that's just like a regular depreneur as opposed to a specialty beer store will sell that stuff. Well, if uh, that's how the law is made in Quebec, okay. uh, they call it the big brewer's law. Okay. So like Heineken, every importations are distributed by Molson and Labatt. Everything, like support. Everything. Uh, oh, that's uh, everything. There's, uh, Kronbacher is now distributed by Boreal. Um, and there's a few like exception like this, but um, and then now there's some uh, private agency agents, agency, uh, agency. Oh, vitriol, vitriol, uh, vitriol yeah. and um, they do people. Yeah, they they um, now they're getting stuff into the SAQ, and okay. yeah, I wouldn't some. be surprised if they uh, they would bring stuff to us. Okay, and and also another uh, agency offered us the uh, Delirium Trimans. Mm. Uh, and like the Fruli and some, some commercial it. stuff yeah, yeah. From, uh, from Belgium. So there's a, it's starting a little bit. Okay. But yeah, we're selling uh, local stuff. Local that's, stuff. A, that's the difference between the bottle shop in the United States. Yes, I can sell anything. Yeah, from... like people from New York, Boston, or uh, from, uh, Europe, uh, they come here and they say, oh, I'm looking for something local. Hey, hey. <laughs> 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 you got it all. Yeah. <laughs> right, but over there, so you can get a bit of everything. In the store, in their stores, right? Like yes, yeah. I bought some some girls from Belgium in the United States. It's just in the bottle shop. It's just like wow, I have to. Uh, it's complicated uh, back home to get that. Yeah, so. right. So, are you able to explain why you cannot sell anything except that's not made in Quebec? Um, uh, no, uh, not why. Well, because of the law is like this, but I can't tell you why the law is like this. It's uh, it's old laws. Okay. But there's good consequences to that. Like the rise of Quebec brewers is part of that law. Because right. we're only able to sell them the, the beer, the local beer. So the, the, the industry, the, the Quebec craft beer scene uh, wouldn't have rise like this without a law. Interesting, I never thought of it like that. Okay, so that's essentially responsible for, that law is responsible for the, the, the growth. I, I truly that. believe that. Okay, that's fantastic. Then. So, why can't, and like once again, I don't know if you've got to answer this, but I just, if why can't Bellwoods or any Toronto brewery sell in Quebec? Um, we're um, we're going to get collective art real soon. Right, I heard they come. Um, but they, they have to brew out of Quebec. Is that is that the rule right No, nah, I don't think so. No? No, so there's openings. I don't understand everything. Okay. Why it's okay. happening. And also, I think uh, Trailway Brewing from Fredericton. Yes, I love it's that. Coming. It's coming. No in. way. Yeah. Yo, that's sick. Yeah. So there's okay. there's some openings. I don't understand because uh, in 2018, it, it went to court because of Gérard Comeau. I don't know if you yeah, know the I'm story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it went to and Supreme Court and he yeah. lost. So so we thought it could be an opening between provinces. Right. But then so he close. lost, so it was like, oh, okay, we're back to... Uh, back how it was. Yeah. yeah. And, and and now I just, I spoke to the um, the Quebec rep of Collective Art, and we're going to get their stuff. 
and and I heard Trailway is coming with a distributor we're doing business with. Yeah. So I guess we're gonna get those their beer. So I'm and I'm still thinking of how I. It's still local. It's 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 not too far. It's no. it's closer. Like collective art is How closer than Gatsby. That's true. Um, it's like it's a, kind of crazy. Toronto next, area. Next seven. It's Hamilton. So it's like forty five minutes west of Toronto, which is like six to seven hours from here. Exactly. It's like going to Rimouski. Yeah. Um, and now now Trailway is further. And That's but not not further than Il La Madeleine that we have on ourselves. Right. So it's, so it's interesting. So that means it's all coming through. So you said distributors. So the distributors are getting the rights. So the distributors are somehow getting around that local law. The distributor. Yeah, I don't know how it works exactly. Yeah. I, I would be curious to know uh, because those law seems like a web. Like it's, right. it's complicated. <laughs> like it's, it's not like a, a law you can explain in one sentence. Fair. That's so okay. I thought it might have been, but maybe not. No, okay. it's not. No. Like uh, the SEQ has the monopoly of imported beer. So far, we have one sentence. But right. now, like the big breweries, they, they can do it too. Right. So it's, so it's like, oh, well, how can well, they do it? And then, like, yeah. And then the big breweries aren't going to distribute craft. Well, they, they never distribute craft. Uh, like uh, like uh, the SAQ, I think it takes six months before uh, a beer uh, could be on their shelves. So if you see an IPA at the SAQ, uh, it's, oh, it's kind of old. Try to look for the date. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, funny enough, about the SAQ, I saw like flying monkeys in there yeah. recently from Have you uh, tried Barry. Oh, hell no, because I grew up. That I was like a it. gateway bad. <laughs> I tried it, and it's not good for a flying monkey. <laughs> no, it's not good for them at all, right? Like, it's, and I can't remember it what beer it was. It was, uh, it was a red can. I don't I think remember. it was an IPA though or anything. Uh, IPA or IPA. Okay, that's where I'm going to I tried it because I was curious. And yeah. I'm sure it was good fresh, but like, because flying monkeys makes some good beer, but not like that. So it was interesting to me when I saw them in there. I was like, what the hell? Like, how do they even get through that the system? Yeah. But I guess they just apply like, those got through via um, uh, Oshland, I believe. By uh, no, sorry, yeah. Transbrew. 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 And Trailway is going to go through by Transbrew if I'm not wrong too. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's great. I'm not not that to take away from um, the local stuff, but I guess it's more like I feel like there's, if I go to the LCBO in anywhere in Ontario, I can get beers from a lot of places, including Quebec. Like, usually have yeah. Judas Ciel, they'll have something from here, maybe Gutenberg. I know Gutenberg had a, a skew and things like that. But then if you come to Quebec, the Quebec beer drink is like the fact that the, the, they, the guys from Gatineau have to come down to bring the haze. Or they always did a tap takeover vice versa a few months ago. And it was like sold out by like 1, 1 p.m. There was a line out front. It was minus like 25 that day. Vice versa, right? Vice versa, yeah. yeah. I think it was in February. Um, and it was, so we went We went there like five or six. The only beers left were the Pilsen's. Oh, and it was and, like and 5 p.m. And it's good. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, good I knew it was good. I got it. Oh, yeah, yeah it's yeah. great, right? The uh, Bellwise is fantastic. Paper yeah. Tiger, Dry Hot Pilsner is my favorite. It's exceptional. But the fact is that that stuff went so early because the Quebec scene is starved for um, things from outside the, the province. Yeah. And the drinkers, because at the end of the day, the drinkers, uh, in my experience doing this, fiercely loyal. I've never seen anywhere else. Like, everyone is very, like, reps for the local but no one reps harder than Quebec in my opinion whenever I, we put out Quebec content the Quebec folks are the best they comment like crazy they share it they get excited like I love it I'm so I love doing <laughs> nice. Quebec content right but then the drinkers 
they'll see like they'll see me drinking stuff from everywhere else. Like, oh, I want to get that. I'm like, oh, like they don't travel. Maybe they can't travel. They got kids, whatever. Whereas we travel all the time, so I get to get stuff from everywhere else. But if I just lived here, when like if I didn't leave Montreal, I wouldn't have anything. I'd have to trade or figure something out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's travel. not fair for drinkers here that like drinkers in Toronto can drink wider and Vancouver because there's an agency out there called Untapped and they're bringing all the stuff out. They they came to Fuduni and they bring in now Dunham and all that stuff out there. They can bring Blood Brothers, Melwoods and stuff. And the West Coast is getting everything. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's interesting. I think we're getting there. Yeah. It's, That's it, good to hear them. These are old laws uh, that almost didn't change since the prohibition. Right. So it was uh, another contest. It was almost a hundred years ago. Uh, another contest. You know, best example is after the prohibition, yep. like in 1930 something, uh, 1933 in the United States, but here it was way earlier. But okay. you had to uh, hide your gin in, in a paper bag after you bought it. Okay. Okay, a little bit like uh, those crazy law about the, the uh, buying weed now. now yeah, you got a paper bag and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you had to, to hide your gin in a bag. And it's been only 10 years since they, uh, they took out that law. Right. So 10 oh, years yeah, ago, you still had to hide your alcohol in a bag. Like, and the SAQ started to, um, to uh, quit giving bags as soon as the law passed right. or the law disappeared. Uh, so that's just the best example of how slow it is to um, uh, actualize the uh, the laws. So uh, yeah, so these laws, most of them, they're they're there since, since the um, the after prohibition. So and it seems it seems a lot of work for people in government to um, to actually uh, work on this and make changes. Right. So it's just a, it's the main just, reason I think. I think that's great explanation particularly the, the paper bag thing i think that explains it all yeah and the fact even to add to that would be the growler law and the cool ship law that it was illegal to have a cool ship until like yeah. two years ago yeah and i think growlers were the last year of 2017 as well yeah but it's funny because growlers were allowed in quebec but with uh, only the growler from the brewery so you can't oh, use the, the same yeah is that so, still a, is that law still? oh yeah that's still, that's still the law but yeah. it, it was uh, allowed in quebec in the meantime that breweries in the United States are starting to uh, uh, to quit doing that because right. because when it's it's filled up with the tap, it's good for 24 hours, maybe two days, and most of the people don't really know, they don't really care, and and they have a beer, a growler for um, a week in their in their fridge, and they uh, they have friends at home. Hey, hey, let's taste that brewery. I have a beer from that brewery, and then they they taste it. Oh, it's not that good. It, it, there's no bubble, uh, and it gives a bad um, like reputation to the brewery. Yes. So, so United yeah, American breweries are starting to, uh, to not doing that anymore. Yeah. While it's starting here, <laughs> <laughs> a little behind. Yeah, a little behind. <laughs> but still, no, I think crawlers too are starting to catch up. Oh, crawlers! Growlers. I love crawlers. Oh, I, yeah. I was talking about growlers. Growlers, I mean, okay. Crawlers are the newer thing. I, I can't remember who does them here. Well, uh, Bucket Hat does it. They do, that's right. Yeah, they started like that. Yeah, they started with crowds. I yeah. love crowds. Yeah, we were, uh, 
one of the four uh, first stores in Montreal to get Bacanada. And at first, it was all crawlers. Yeah, the big guys. Yeah, yeah. it's actually it was, uh, it was people. And it people was were big. shocked. They, they were um, they were intimidated. It was pretty expensive, uh, like fifteen or twenty bucks for like a crawler. Uh, it's thirty nine dollars. But it, it was like two cans like this. Yeah. The, the, like, the, the amount, uh, the quantity yeah, is yeah, two yeah. cans like this, but people saw that big oh. can. It was just like, oh my God, it's too big. <laughs> oh no. Now people are dying for it. Exactly. Dying for it. Cibois does, does uh, crowds too, I've seen it around. I can't think of many others, but I know some in uh, Ontario do it as well. Um, you can walk past. You can too. Okay. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's hopefully a nice little fun thing. I like that they because it used to just be like they were just in the stores. I'm uh, sorry, just in the breweries yeah. for crowds. But I think it's super cool that they're actually selling the crowds, like pre-packaging, rather than like, hey, can I get that? And they'll be like, no worries, pour it for you. Yeah, they're actually pre-packaging them and selling them to stores because it's kind of fun. Like it's a nice yeah, alternative. I would love to have more, but uh, as I say, people were scared at first. Yeah, uh, but Canada really. Um, Really started to fly uh, when they started to to can yeah. the smaller cans, which are the big cans. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> they are big. Funnily enough, I was just in Australia a few weeks ago, and it's so funny to see like everything there is pretty much short cans. Oh yeah, but they're all different sizes. Like three, some of them are three thirty, three fifty five, three seventy five. And then these are four like eighty one or something or four ninety one. Okay. They have actual five hundred mil because that's like a pint. They have half liters, like five hundred mil cans. So in my fridge, I got a can. It's like a little bit taller than these ones. It's so funny to see all the different sizes and the way that there's eight thousand different cans. Yeah, so weird. But that makes sense because uh, four hundred seventy three millimeters. Seventy three. I'm sorry. Is yes. a is a uh, American pint. Is that sixteen ounce? Twenty. Uh, yeah, I think it's sixteen. Uh, I think it's twenty. Twenty. I always forget. No, I'm not. I'm not really good at conversion. Another my yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, four hundred seventy-three millimeters is the American uh, pint. Okay. Um, English pint is five hundred. So that's why we have the same uh, all the same as size as American and all the same size everywhere. Probably because we're getting the cans from the states, and that's the size we they do make. get yeah. the cans from the states. Right. I just never realized. I just thought oh, it's the tall boys. The tall boys. It's the same everywhere here. Then I got the Aussie ones and like put it in the fridge. I'm like, whoa, that's that just threw me off completely. <laughs> Which is funny. Yeah, different, um, different. I guess uh, different industry that does the can. And, yeah, and they're just all metric anyway. They don't have any of that other nonsense. Um, are you noticing the? I'm just even just looking at the fridge here. Aside from Vox Pop, yeah. Is anyone doing short cans? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, see yeah, Mitt uh, from uh, Victoria. Uh, Mitt Dill. Dill. Okay. Uh, Matera. Oh yeah, of course Matera. they do. Uh, Espace Public. Yes, they do. Okay, dumb question. Of course and they do. and uh, we're gonna get more. That's nice. a cool. That's it's a cool, really right? cool size. Uh, it's good for summer. It's 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 staying cold, uh, and a lot of people just want to drink a small amount of beer. And uh, it, it, I don't know, you drink it with a can in the barbecue and in the summer, it stays cold uh, longer, right it's shorter. End. So yeah. It's, yeah, I think it's a cool uh, uh, a size. Format, yeah. And also, there's the uh, Beauregard. Oh yeah, Beauregard. Oh, they're doing cans too, eh? Just, uh, oh, the Red Bull cans. They just released their uh, peanut butter stout. Oh no! With way. A, like a small can, like the uh, like the Molson cans. <laughs> That's cute. But it's pretty cool. That's super dope. What size yeah. is this? Three fifty-five. Oh, that's cool. I like that. So it's like bigger than Red Bull, then. It's like not a Red Bull. Uh, size. I don't know. I, I'm not a. I'm not I don't. I, Red I don't Bulls. drink that shit either. But <laughs> I always associate this. Yeah, tall, to Red Bull man. or like. Uh, 
commercial beers. Yeah, oh yeah, you mean like the cold shots or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, they're gross. 7.4, this is sexy. See, I like this a lot. You told me about these guys last time. So, Ellie, um, you know, it's a, it's a 7.4 uh, pastry stout. So it's it's good because they were um, they had yeah, it the in big the, bottles, right? The big bottles, so it's good to have a small amount of, yeah. uh, of that stuff. Uh, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, that's cute. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah that's fun. Have you noticed any other trends? Anything else has stood out that maybe you're seeing that in packaging or style-wise or anything that like that you uh, see is maybe changing just from just observing? Not really. No. Just uh, well, the um, the cans. It's just the cans getting over the bottles. Taking out the bottles. You see a significant amount of bottles looking at it, but I guess it's like slowly. Well, all the cans are starting to be in the front. Oh, that could be why. Uh, and um, and uh, like Brasserie Melil, we have their bottle, but they're uh, going to be cans. Avant-garde Jukba is going to be cans. Uh, are they doing cans? Oh, yeah. For the new stuff? Nice. Yeah. Uh, which one? Uh, I guess like Alifu's not doing it. Neither are uh, can. There's another one I'm, I'm forgetting. Uh, it's going to... Go in cans. I wouldn't be surprised if Ciel would switch for cans. I was just looking at that. Uh, well, you know, cans are protecting beer from the light uh, yeah. better than a bottle. Cheaper, lighter. Uh, yeah, it's easier for the, uh, the ma managing. Uh, uh, yeah, and they um, see the new cans from Danam. Yeah, they're, uh, they're really nice. This one. The, the branding. Uh, th this is Benelux. Oh, it's but nice. it's they're nice. nice too. That's really nice. And the, like the branding go go all around the the like a wrap, right? Yeah. So in the bottle, there's like a label, and then the rest of the bottle. But the can, the the packaging, the branding goes all over it. So and I think it's more, it's nicer. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, Donald actually that impressed so me when they did the cyclop in the can, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Uh, when when. Oh no, wasn't it? Like, it was, yeah, it was. <laughs> I want to say like November. That's when we went to um, Canton de l'Est. Yeah. I, I picked that up. I picked up some Vruden and I got because I didn't think that Dunham was a part of that region, but it technically is. Yeah. So we we're just trying to drink stuff locally. And that's the first time I actually got to try it from the can. I was like, they've had a few of the Cyclops variants. I think they stuff. changed the recipes when they. Um, Put it in the can? Yeah. It was like a, it was a different one. Well, in the bottle, it was never hazy. And in, in the can, it's always hazy. You know what? When we did, we did an interview with Elwa Elwa? a year ago. Elwa Brewers? Yes. So that's he, in February last year, and he told us about Fuduni at that interview. We were yep. like, yo, what the fuck, man? This is insane. Um, he gave us some Cyclop, and it was the bottle with the pink label, whichever one that was, Theta or something like that? Uh, Zeta. Yeah, one of those ones, and it was super hazy. Oh, oh yeah. And it was like a double hop. Like, it's always two hops. Yeah, um, uh, we never got those. I think they, they only distribute right. them uh, locally. Locally, and um, as Very soon impressed. as uh, we got them in a can, because it was always like it's like the GDCL bottles, like the with the twist up. Yeah, same, same bottles. Yeah, and um, as soon as it came in a can, it was hazy. And I mean, interesting. Yeah, and maybe some people uh, are telling themselves it's not better because it's hazy or not. Well, it, it completes the new I, the New England IPA. Uh, the New England IPA has as texture. Yes. So uh, as a silky uh, texture. So it, it, to be a New England IPA, you have to have that texture. It it, yeah. it, it gives the uh, the the whole. Uh, it wraps up the experience of a New England IPA. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like those beers definitely had that texture. The Dunham stuff was like yeah. fantastic. I mean, 
I actually forgot about that one until you mentioned it before because I didn't associate it because they don't advertise it as a New England. Just happened. I took it that it happened to be hazy that variant. Yeah, because they weren't. I've had other ones before that were clear and like sort of more American well, whiskey style. One version of the can so far was clear. Okay, it was really good. It was clear. So but they keep the same wrap and then just keep changing the hops on the inside. Exactly. Like sticker on it, kind of like hyper here. Exactly. Yeah, and they change the hops and but they have a unique finish. Um, they have like a yeast, dry, right? nutty finish on the uh, on the sick club, which right. I really love. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's good beer. Yeah, super solid. Okay, so there's not really other like crazy trends, but I no, I, I, I like, don't, I don't see uh, nothing else. No, definitely the move towards cans. Though I have noticed that significantly here, because I feel like Ontario did that a while ago. There's hardly any bottles now. Like, hardly anyone does bottles like Bellwoods, Blood Brothers. Even Blood Brothers just small cans. Not too many. And Bandit does some a little bit, but now people are like moving towards cans, like almost exclusively there. Whereas now here, it's like. It's nice to see it because it is it's good for the big beers i do like like the trois or like the dunham big guys like the barrel yeah. stuff it needs to be in a bottle i think that's a, that's yeah a nice i don't want to drink except this is kind of cool like it, it's, i don't know if this is imperial but like the strongest stout from a can yeah it's, it's not work, uh, but, it's not barrel age but uh in the united states uh they put everything you get a yeah they put everything in a can. The, like the barrel age stuff yeah. is in a can uh, but canada released their uh delicious Bourbon's Imperial Stout. Was well, that in uh, a bottle or was that in a can? In a can. What was it called? Yeah. Oh, the Crime and Punishment. Crime and Punishment was, was that one? Was it that the, one? Yeah, French, pretty, yeah, it was that one. Yeah, yeah with uh, barrel age and bourbon barrels. It was great, yeah. delicious. But they did the barley wine in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so like Apfenstach. Um, um, yes. They have a new brewery. Uh, they're going to can some... some uh, Drinkable stuff, yeah. But uh, they're gonna barrel, they're gonna bottle their barrel aged stuff. Okay, so it's pretty it's much the trend we're uh, seeing. Yeah. Well, I'm interviewing. I just spoke to Fred on the way here. I'm interviewing him on Tuesday. Finally, after like a year of talking to him. Um, <laughs> nice. Where's Where's the new brewery? Uh, in the uh, Laval Tree. Was that? That's uh, far. Oh. East. How far? East, oh, okay. uh, it's it's like an hour drive. From uh, from here, it's maybe more than an hour. So it's, uh, so he's brewing over there. He's got a new uh, new place. Okay. He bought some new uh, fermenters and right. new equipments and nice. yeah. Is that where the where the where's the station host? Station that's, host is uh, like four corners away from here. Okay, I think that's where I'm going. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's where we're going. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you scared the shit out of me. I was like, <laughs> we're gonna get there. No, but Oof. the brewery is is, is really there. far. Uh, but the uh, the bar is right here. Oh, yeah. I'm always there. <laughs> right, right. I've still never been. There's so many places here I just haven't been to, and I'm just trying to make sure I get around to all the different spots. Yeah, this is so much going on. I love it. Okay, amazing. So, what time are we looking at? All right, I think it's uh, lightning round time. How do you feel about that? Lightning. Lightning round means it's uh, quick questions. Okay, go. All right. <laughs> so the first one is, what is your guilty pleasure beer? Beer that you would be ashamed to admit to a beer nerd that you like. It's okay. I like, I, I, I don't I like don't, Corona. I, uh, it's not that good. But, yeah. I, I don't think of one. You don't like no, any ideas? No. Uh, good man. No, I don't think of one. It's just, <laughs> I would say it, I don't care. But uh, Nothing that stands out. No, it's just, uh, if I'm stuck in a bar, I just 
there, there's no more, not more much choices. I'll drink a white beer, but there's no shame in that. No, no, <laughs> and uh, everywhere. And uh, I'll drink, uh, I'll drink crispy lagers at home when nobody's watching. Yeah, like this. Well, that's that's not embarrassing at all because this is no, fantastic. This is I fantastic. drink this shit every day if I could. Um, the opposite. What's a beer you would decline under any circumstances? You go to a barbecue and you didn't bring any of your Keller beer and someone's like, hey man, you want one of this? And then you're like... Uh, well, Heineken for sure. You wouldn't drink uh, it? No, I'd be sick. Um, and black IPAs. I don't, don't like, like it. Like no? I, I, I feel like the malt is fighting the hops and it's just... And uh, American barley wine is just... Uh, those two styles it's just I feel like the hops is fighting the, the malt and right. it's just like okay guys uh, get along and then and then call me <laughs> I like that that's almost an episode name right there get along and then call me I, I agree I'm not, I don't like body wines at all I mean, it's just like a sweet malty like I yeah, guess the English style is probably not hot the either, English right? style uh, a small amount yeah is fine but uh, yeah I like I like a thirsty beer, quenchy, uh, yeah, right? quenching beer. Not so, back. Yeah. Uh, what was your gateway beer? What was the beer that like crushed you over into craft back in the day? Oh my god. Yeah. It's tough. Was it like yeah. Nicolson or something? Or oh um, yeah, it was Unibrew. Like you like everybody, like the Feinzmann. Yeah. Feinzmann. Yeah, that like everybody, I guess, uh, from my age. Uh, yeah, Feinzmann. We're uh, you know in the beginning of two thousand. Uh, I was young and my friends were going clubbing and I was following them. Didn't like the club, it's following right. them, it was trendy. And before we go there, we were drinking the things mom and popping the, oh, the, the, the lid, like yeah. the cards. And pop. Hey. <laughs> and yeah, we were drinking that. So that was the first beer uh, that used to be craft. Uh, used that, to be. Yeah. I do like about that that it hasn't changed really. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Change the ingredients, uh, but it's still a it's still a good. Pretty triple. much the same thing. Yeah. yeah, it's not like a style I like to drink, but I do appreciate that. It, uh, compared to say other ones like Mill Street or whatever, since they got bought out of Granville Island, like it's completely different stuff now. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, oh, you wouldn't have got to drink yeah. too much. Mill Street was my gateway beer. Like they Mill Street, were, I didn't know that. I was pretty devastated when they got bought out. Oh yeah. The same thing for Trudy Up. I, I've had like three or four of their beers. I don't have any connection with them. But Mill Street were like my like, the shit that really gave them tip hers as well. Like, and when they got one, like, ah, it's kind of tough. And then next year I had some of them recently. I'm like, oh yeah, it's ah uh, yeah, not the same. Oh okay, so yeah, I, I, same same Yubu same. Little. Change a little bit, like they put a little bit of corn and to, to make the beer up. cheaper to to produce, but. Uh, the taste, uh, I wouldn't even know. It's just, I haven't drank that for so long. years. Yeah. It's it's kind of cool that it is fun that like we have a depener in our building, not a beer one, just at the bottom the ground floor. Yeah. And it's if you're desperate, I'm never desperate, but if you are desperate, and you need something, you can go down there, you can pick some of that up, and it's could be worse, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, it's decent. Yeah, it's everywhere. I've seen yeah. some prices even in the states when they sell it. I think I've seen it in Australia too, and it's like big money for that stuff. I mean, it costs like four ninety nine years, probably worth twenty bucks there. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> for that corn stuff. That's true. Oof. Uh, what is your favorite beer style? Um, it always changes, of course. Yeah. yeah. Used to be IPAs. Uh, now it's uh, lager, pilsners. Yep. But um, used to be sours. 
now it's just once in a while. Yeah. Uh, it used to be a Brett's barrel age saison. Nice. Very, very Quebec. Very Quebec. Quebec love yeah. the, the Like saison. a saison rayé from, uh, from uh, Castel, which is amazing. Oh, the rayé. I've never yeah. had that one. There's a lot of, there's a great stuff. Into farmhouse stuff, Quebec is uh, yeah. here. We just got yeah. it, so it should be not too far. Citroën Mosaic. Uh, yeah, yeah, nice. it's a new, uh, yeah, it, uh, it's probably, uh, you probably like that. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, I like yeah. so I like, I like, um, I like beer uh, that I can drink with uh, big sips. Like volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, volumes, and so. Lower ABV, generally. Yeah, yeah. Um, session IPAs. Uh, uh, I like uh, bitters. Yeah, like uh, bitters. I, don't, I don't drink them that often, but uh, cask bitters, they're, uh, they're, they're really pretty, uh, flat beer, flat warm beer. Yeah, <laughs> I like them. I drink them. I drink a pint in like four sips, and then I move on to another beer. <laughs> Something else. The warm up beer. <laughs> I get it. I get it. What's your least favorite style? Oh yeah, black IPA. Black IPA. I think it's that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is your favorite beer city, destination, or country? Where do you like to go for beer? For beers, yeah, I don't travel much. No. I, I just came back from San Francisco. Nice. Yeah. Did you go any breweries out there? Yeah, I went to uh, San Francisco Beer Company. Yeah. Weird brewery. Weird. Like they close at, they close whenever they want. Just, they close at nine and just uh, ask me if I forgot something in the brewery. No, so they said bye. <laughs> just like, okay. uh, but uh, and then I went to Mikeller. Nice. Uh, I was only there for three days. And, my daughter, so it's just uh, my family, yeah. and uh, I went to Mikelar, which was awesome. There was like four or five New England IPA on the menu at Mikelar. Uh, the best seller at San Francisco Beer uh, Brewing Company was uh, a New England IPA, so I was surprised to see. Um, I mean, the West Coast IPA and the Brute IPA are from San Francisco. Yeah, the whole craft beer. Um, thing like, started in San Francisco in the six, like late 60s, 70s. Yeah, Anchor and stuff. Well, anchor, uh, anchor steam with yeah. uh, with um, Cali Clement. The uh, the guy from the washing machine. Uh, yeah, uh, I forgot what, his he name. owns it or something. Uh, no, he decided to visit the place and it was about to close and he bought it. Oh, it's nice. uh, yeah, the guy from the, the dishwasher and washing machine. Uh, uh-huh. I forget his name. Okay, but uh, yeah, and it's it all started over there. So uh, it was uh, amazing for me to go there. Yeah, I liked it. Um, but I would go to Germany. Germany. I would go to Germany for the traditional stuff, not not the the craft beer, colorful stuff, traditional stuff. That's my next big uh, destination. Yeah, I want to check that out too. The more I've been getting into like the lagers and pilsners and all that stuff, like. I want to go there and have Same it there. Thing. Like I've been to Germany before, but I drank like Bitburger and stuff. Like I didn't know it was like 15 years ago. Like I didn't know shit about beer. I enjoyed it, but I'd like to. I think now I'd appreciate it because like those breweries do it like macro scale but with craft ingredients because of the Rheinskabot from what I understand. Like Polander and like Erdinger and all that stuff is like on point. Yeah, like traditional as fuck. Really good quality stuff. But just huge quantities. Yeah, I drank. Um, I love that. Two years ago, I was invited at a Crumbacker uh, dinner at the okay. beer market. Yeah, yeah. And they plugged. They had like two or three keg of Keller beer of okay. uh, Crumbacker Keller beer um, in Quebec. There was one at the Barrage in Longueuil, mm-hmm. and they plugged one, and I, I drank a pint of that. 
they, they offered that to us in the, in the dinner and it was amazing. It was really good, really crisp, really well done. So it's like a, a giant craft beer place. Like, yeah. uh, like Germany is just, they have like giant craft giant beer craft, yeah. breweries. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. For me about that, it's like they're super appealing. I heard there's like nothing better than like some of those breweries are like on the river or something. Like yeah, have, like places so you can get like the freshest fresh pilsner or whatever from the brewery sitting on a river just drinking. That just sounds amazing. And uh, I heard the uh, fresh Hefeweizen are amazing too. Yeah, I like Hefeweizen. Like Lohenbrau type of thing? Or? I don't know. Like I just, uh, like the real German style like Hefe. I heard that, like in the conference, a small conference, a guy just said there's nothing like a fresh Hefeweizen from Germany, yeah. in Germany. I feel like you have to have it there because it's not the same once it travels or they brew it locally or whatever because the water probably yeah the water is water is probably the key part yeah everything like the, else they can replicate yeah some of them are just uh, taking them from the ground and yeah, yeah. it's very cool uh, what is the f oh have you brewed before yeah you did what was the first beer you ever brewed oof probably um, American Bella yeah is it good no <laughs> <laughs> they really are the first one right yeah I, just, suck. I drank I, I brewed like two beers that, that were good and one that was funny we decided to um, like I think it was our first all grain uh, beer and decided to do tough. a rosemary white beer <laughs> so Paul we should have it, it's like a 23 uh, liter uh, brew so we should have put a maybe a Two uh, branch of rosemary. Right. We put yeah. nine. <laughs> <laughs> it was piney as fuck. <laughs> it was, too much. Yeah, Tasted but it, like was, it was actually land. good uh, compared to the other beers. Like uh, it was actually a good beer, but a lot of rosemary. Right. Yeah, you said it tastes like a roast lamb. You just don't need that. Oh yeah, <laughs> way too much. And then we we uh, we brewed a blonde blonde ale uh, with only uh, basic ingredients, and it was actually very good. Right funny how that goes right like sometimes it just works or it doesn't if you don't know what the hell you're doing yeah well we're uh, it was like a it's just fun it was like a drinking day so uh, by the end we weren't really disciplined <laughs> so, like, yeah, <laughs> throw it in sure yeah. <laughs> that's what brew days are for um, some of these are beer questions but I'll skip what, what do you have a beer trend prediction based on you're probably the, once again the best person to ask that question you see people come in every day Wanting yep. beer, maybe people are asking, "Hey, do you have this?" And do you, what? What do you think is going to be the next most popular style of beer in Quebec? It's tough, one, huh? It's tough. Um, it's tough because we're in a in a market where uh, the 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 main attraction is diversity okay. of styles of styles. So, which styles? Which style uh, is going to be the most popular? It's just, uh, I don't know, it, fresh, um, silky IPAs like this mm -hmm. uh, is going to be more popular for sure. Yeah. Um, I hope so. Maybe we're going to go back to uh, the English styles and the Belgium styles, yep. which we started with uh, somewhere. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to be soon, but, and, you know, I, I, I started to think uh, a few years ago, because the first trend was uh, malt with, like, uh, English styles, yes. uh, and then it was hop, 
uh, and then it was uh, yeast with sours and bread uh, and stuff. So I imagine a mix, a balance between all those things. Um, maybe like the uh, like a brut quick IPA, like Fabrice like, uh, yeah. would would. You know, with the dry, the dryness of a, a brut IPA, you feel the malt. Yeah. Uh, with the quick uh, yeast, uh, you have like the the yeast uh, taste, and and, um, and in the in the New England contest, you have like the, all the the hops. So so a balance between the um, the three main ingredients. Uh, well, water. There's more water than everything in the, in the beer, but we understand ourselves. Less control. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So maybe. Something like that. Hmm. Uh, it's just—it's a wild guess. Yeah, uh, no, it's, just, awesome. it's just logical for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I'm pretty sure uh, th this summer is going to be New England IPA and lagers. We can only hope so, because <laughs> that's what I'm going to be drinking. God damn it! Um, what else we got? What? One of those. What music do you listen to when you brew? What music do you play in the store? I uh, why people shop for beer. What do you, what do you <laughs> make to inspire people? Is it well, everything? When I do my paperwork, so let's say the Monday, Tuesday, uh, during the day, there's not much people. I just, I just, drink, I just uh, listen to the national. What's that? Oh, the band. Uh, yeah, 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 the band. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, national. They're cool. Yeah, I just, I just, uh, the employees are tired. Just, uh, I, everyone's drunk from the weekend. <laughs> I only uh, listen to that, but. Uh, but on Sunday with the picnic electronic, not too far. Yes. Like a lot of uh, of our customers are going there. We put just like uh, smooth uh, techno music. Nice. Uh, Get an amp for it. Yeah, or uh, '80s hits. It's always good in yeah. a beer store. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Classics, right? Um, what is your favorite hop? Uh, I like German uh, German hops, yeah. uh, New Zealand hops, but uh, I like Can the Real Melon. I like uh, sub subtle. Subtle hops. Um, uh, I I used to to really like the uh, American uh, explosive stuff. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, my favorite hops are um, are uh, the, the the German subtle uh, hops okay. like a uh, Remelin, um, like Halatau Blanc or something. Yeah, but uh, Madarina Bavaria. Oh, I love that one. Stuff really uh, sick. Yeah. 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 Or uh, I like the. Uh, the hubs that it's not everyone that likes it, but uh, the um, Nelson Sauvage. Oh yeah, I like that. That's like the most popular. And I like the Japanese, uh, also the uh, Sorachi Ace. Oh yeah, Sorachi is sick. Yeah, I like it's it. Such a good hub. <laughs> I think it's like hard to get, isn't it? Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Is it hard to get or is it expensive? Um, or maybe it's just I don't under think used. it's that hard to get. Maybe I'm just thinking of Nelson then, because Nelson's hard to get. Maybe All the Kiwi ones up. A brewer would would know that. <laughs> More than me. Yeah, it seems like I think Nelson is the most expensive hop in the world. Oh yeah, huh. and all the dudes from because I was just out there. Um, the, it's like the harvest season because it's fall out there, mm -hmm. so all the like other half and stuff are out there in Australia, New Zealand now, and all the hop farms gathering up the, the crops for this year. It's okay. pretty crazy. Um, what does your family think of your job? I'm sorry. What does your family think of what you do? Your family into beer. They understand? Yeah, <laughs> they understand. <laughs> and that's all you can ask for. <laughs> that's all I have to say. They is don't care. They understand. They, yeah, they don't care, but they don't love it either. Oh, well, it depends. Uh, I mean, your kid's probably a little, little young to. Uh... Well, my daughter's three, year, three years old. Uh, she. Uh... It's her favorite stuff. <laughs> uh, lactose. Lactose? Oh, good answer. <laughs> She's definitely on the lactose yeah. team. Ooh, um, <laughs> 
But she, 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 she already know that my job is to sell beer. Uh, she plays at the store at home sometimes. Nice. <laughs> Cute. And um, I get, like, my father is pretty proud. Nice. He's a beer guy? He's a beer guy, yeah. Nice. He's uh, Imperial Styles is his favorite style. Gangster. Okay. His girlfriend is um, New England IPAs. So uh, they come here every uh, every week, every two weeks to, uh, to get up. their, uh, yep. Get their beers. Yeah. Uh, my mom also is. Uh, they're no, they're happy. Um, running a business. Yeah, man, awesome. And then the last one in the lightning round was, what's your favorite adjunct? Lactose? No. <laughs> Never drank milk in my life, so it's not like those. <laughs> we didn't say that. I I, I do like certain. Um, I'm gonna milkshake IPAs, but um, uh, my favorite, uh, I, I think it's cucumber. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It is pretty good. And they, uh, it's just every time I, I taste cucumber in a beer, it's just I feel it's amazing. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> cucumber gozas are like like one of the most refreshing beers of all time. Yeah, it's just uh, and the one from La Brasse is just I can't get enough. It was it was like this one just, when it was out. This is I was drinking it every day. Crushing it. Yeah. It's dangerous. You need to get some for the store, some for you. Yeah, that's what I actually do. <laughs> it's crushing them all. <laughs> Speaking of lactose, I want to shout out Alex from Chambly because of the Saison Lacte. Tried to tell me that there is no lactose in this, but it is made with uh, buttermilk. So it says contains uh, produit laitier, which means contains dairy, no product. Uh, dairy product. Dairy product. So, Alex, welcome to hashtag Team Lactose, my friend. I just want to shout out because it was right here. It'd just be a smart ass. Um, want to do that last beer and then we'll yeah. wrap it up? Yeah, it's the. Uh, the um, I'll, I'll go get one call, but yeah. it's um, the DBSQ uh, last release, okay. which we're a part of uh, since Tuesday. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah DBSQ is the association of uh, specialized store. Okay. And uh, it's a double IPA made from uh, Les Grands Bois. Uh, Les Grands Bois, it's always uh, dry, it's always uh, tasty, it's always. It's my kind of beer. It's beer you can drink uh, big amounts, big volume. Right. Yes. So I'll, I'll go get one. Yeah, yeah, totally. I've had a bunch of um, Les Grands Bois at Vice Versa. They have a whole bunch of there all the time. So very, very cool. Um, I'm not sure where they're based. Saint Casimir. Where's Saint Casimir? Uh, between uh, Trois Rivières and Quebec. Oh, okay, cool. It's a couple hours from Montreal. We're almost in Quebec. Like, uh, pretty it's much. in uh, Palneuf, and Palneuf is like the area next to Palneuf is Quebec City. Gotcha. Okay, that's that. I've had. I was just saying, I had a bunch of um, these guys at Vice Versa. Um, really enjoyed everything I've had from uh, Grand Bois. They're just on you point. Know, yeah, the Grambois—it's funny because uh, they're against haze the IPA. I think I had sort of like haze from them. Maybe it's one of their session IPAs. Uh, no, it could be their uh, collaboration with the uh, Grindel, the um, fashion victim, Sounds or the. Really uh, um, there was one batch of uh, Mobilo. Okay, that was hazy. Uh, yeah, the um, Aquafest Mobilo. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I only had, I actually, it came up in, I had it like this time last year. It came up in my Facebook memories the other day. There's a whole bunch that I, it was one night we had, I had like four or five beers from them at uh, Vice Versa. And I remember I saw someone, I'm like, oh, these are pretty hazy. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, but it, so sometimes when you get that, it's uh, an accident. Oh, an chill accident. Haze, maybe, yeah. <laughs> hey, either way, I was convinced. So this is a double IPA, 8%. Yeah. Smells nice and malty. Yeah, it's actually my first time. You know? All right, well, yeah. let's see how we go. Get in here. Nice. Super malty, sweet. 
Not really though. Pretty pretty smooth. Pretty smooth. That's what I like. I just tropical. I can I can drink big sip of that. That's what I like from the even eight percent. There it is. There we go. Nice. This is called the Petit Prince. Yeah. Little little prince. I like it. That's good, man. He's got so it's a, you have to be um, so it's the what, what does that actually mean? Like a detaillant? What's detaillant? Uh, specialized store association. Association of Quebec. From Quebec of Quebec. Yeah. So now that you've been open for two years, you're able to get into that store, and that's a beer that they made just for the specialized store. Yeah. Which is actually it's genius. Yeah. What a cool idea. Yeah, it's it's one of the way to fight like the grocery stores that's trying to get that market. Right. Uh, How do you feel about that? Like a grocery store is stocking craft beer. Well, I, I don't feel uh, I don't feel like it's a menace. Okay. Um, uh, unless they really want to get into it um, and have uh, people over there taking care and have like a specialized uh, department, which in Montreal is not happening, but okay. it's happening in the everywhere everywhere else actually in Laval. There's a uh, some uh, IGA or Metro that are going crazy. Yeah. Um, the specialized stores around it, they're just they're starting to feel it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess there's no other smaller specialized stores in those areas. Is that right? Or is it just sometimes there is, sometimes there's not, which is understandable. Okay. Sometimes there is. So there's like a little war going on. Um, I, I feel like in a specialized store with people always able to uh, advise you, uh, it's, it's a different market. Right. Uh, I feel like, uh, like, uh, like if my if my neighbor is selling coffee, okay. I, I won't sell coffee. I like respecting the neighbors and and yeah, respectful uh, neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, it seems that it's not like that everywhere. Right. I guess they're big business, really. At the end of the day, IGA is a multinational. Well, the uh, the manager uh, everywhere they, they decide what they want to do. Uh, they have some product from the head office that they, they, they're selling in all their IGA, okay. but they can do, uh, they're independent. They, they can do uh, right. what they want to their do. own stuff. So they yeah. would proactively decide to sell craft beer. Yeah, and okay. then to, to put a lot of fridge. They, they have, uh, they're more powerful usually than small specialized stores. So they can buy at a cheaper rate. Uh, no, sell it cheap or just no, but buy a lot of fridge. Uh, um, hired uh, some people that know that. Uh, give them a competitive wage. Uh, so it could be a, could be a problem for the specialized stores, not for the the beer itself, because as long as it's well, it's well conserved, it's sells fresh, uh, it's good for the brewers. Right. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's something you uh, have to watch out to. Yeah, interesting. I didn't think of it like that as far as like the competition, because usually it's in, most of the time I've seen it, it's like in places where there's no other, like we used to go to Toronto on the 20s, so we go through like Vaudreuil or whatever, and there was one IGA there that we stopped at, and they had a pretty decent selection, but I don't know if there's any real stores around there, but I guess I'm going through the main road, so I don't even, you take I don't the, even know. No, now the, we take the 40, but we, before we used Waze, I used to take the long way and go the 20. Okay. So the 20 takes you across uh, through Vaudre and um, Ilse, Ilpera. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that annoying way where you have to go down to 50Ks oh. an hour. And yeah. there's like speed cameras everywhere and shit. 
So there was one IGA we used to get because Tiff's mum, who's a Jamaican woman, drinking Heineken her whole life, and we got her onto Blanche Assembly uh, at one point. So yeah. we used to pick her up like a case to bring. So we used to just stop at that particular place to get her a case to bring to Toronto because they couldn't get it in large volumes. And I always remember going into that store and they just had like a whole middle section kind of like this, full of beers. No fridges from memory, but shelves and all this stuff. I was always like, whoa, this is crazy. I've never seen a supermarket with a beer selection. But I, I just don't know the area, so I probably couldn't speak to the fact that there was a... Yeah, well, there, there's... Yeah, there's one in Vaudreuil d'Orion, Le Goblet, I think, yeah. uh, that was bought by other people that started them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, But I don't think there's much uh, specialized stores in that area. That's usually why a big grocery would do that. Because there's a need for it. Yeah, exactly. Some, I guess it's a good thing at that point. But if there's an independent store, it's probably not, not quite as... Uh, yeah, but there's always, I guess... I think we can always do it better than a, than a grocery because we're really specialized. That's yeah. what we do. This and is all you do. Yeah, exactly. You know it back to front. You know how to store it properly. Yeah. Everything is, uh, you know, fresh. And yeah, and I'm, pre- I'm pretty confident that mm-hmm. brewers would uh, favor- fa- favorize, favorize? Um, the, uh, the, uh, yeah. the, uh, over the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. To, to do a release. Uh, send the beer if they have the choice between an IGA or a specialized store I'm pretty sure they, they choose oh, a specialized yes. have you ever done a collab like a yeah. beer collab with beer? we did an Experience uh, last September yes. uh, for our first anniversary yes. and um, starting to work on the uh, next one who was that one with? Uh, Secret oh sorry the last year who oh the one? last year <laughs> Milil Milil? nice yeah that's good I like that so uh, the, the next one uh, you, you'll see <laughs> Alright, stay tuned. Have you ever done those collabs where um, they are like you get, say, you ask Vruden to brew you a batch of Kelleby or whatever, and then you rebrand it? No. Nothing like that? It's actual collab, like no. you work with the breweries? Yeah. It, it could work here. I've seen a few um, stores do it. Um, it, it could work here in, the, in this area. I think uh, maybe. Uh, um, yeah, something for the uh, the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, but um, you'd rather just do a collab because you know the brewers anyway, right? You could do a proper collab. Well, I mean, I can sell that beer really well because it's really good. Uh, I think it's a little bit um, hypocrite, hypocritical, hypocritical yeah. to uh, to just brand it something else to sell more. You'd rather I like to keep it new. real. Yeah, make something fresh and new. Yeah, I like if you're going to do a collab, might as well make it custom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, because I'd seen it. I'd never seen it before. But there was two stores here I've seen do that. Well, um, uh, I know I know two stores who did that. Probably uh, the same ones. Yeah, take a beer that already exists and just branded their, uh, yeah. and it works. Or it works. commission a batch or something like that. Like even if they say like make me this beer, but they didn't have anything to do with the collab as much. It was not a collab as much as. Oh, they, like the um, like they do in the, in the in Quebec with the uh, the junior hockey teams. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they take a regular beer and they uh, they put it uh, with the junior hockey team uh, oh. thing. Yeah. And they say it works in the town, which is actually a good idea because it raises money probably for them too or something. Yeah, and it's good to encourage young people playing sports, but nice. um, but for a stores, I don't I don't feel necessary yeah okay that's dope 
Um, I think we pretty much covered it, brother. Was yeah. there anything else uh, you want to add? Anything else you want to touch on? I think we, uh, we did pretty well. Yeah. Uh, where can people find Experience VR online? Online, uh, we are, are getting uh, there with a website. Nice. Otherwise, uh, it's Facebook. Facebook. So Facebook at Experience VR. And I think you're on Instagram too, right? Oh, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Don't use it. <laughs> no, it's just, I'm not good with Instagram. I That's should. Okay. Follow anyway. <laughs> Follow anyway. We'll yeah. pop it up. Um, and what's the address so people can come by and actually buy some beer? 1751 Amherst, uh, near uh, Metro Berry. Yes. Which is, uh, is Beaudry open yet? Or it's still closed? No, it's still closed. When are they opening? I'm not sure. Jesus Christ. By summer, I hope. It's crazy. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, so come get off a berry. It's a short walk, five minute walk. Um, brother, thank you so much for having us thank today. Thank you. Really appreciate it. It was fun. I'm glad we did it. Um, guys, if you enjoyed the episode, make boom, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell so you know when the new new drops. Follow us on social media at BOS Podcast. And check out the long form audio so you can hear very attractive gentlemen like Uncle Olivier right here talk about fantastic Quebec craft beer. That is it, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Get in here.